treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. And welcome to Functional Medicine with me, Dr. Howard Robbins. Um, You know, this show is dedicated to coming up with natural, healthy answers to medical problems and diseases and conditions that you may have been suffering from, or someone you know and love may have been suffering from for many years. The bad news is that somebody in your life that you know and love, a family member or friend, or worse, even yourself, if that's worse, is going to have one or more of the many problems that we discuss on this show over the years. The good news is all these shows are archived here on on, uh, Voice America, so you can go back and listen to these shows when they come up. You just have to know the show is done because we have guests on when we have guests on that are just amazing, as we do today. Before we get into the show today, which is going to be part two of on, on hormones, uh, we called the show Everything You Need to Know About Your Hormones, and this is part two. So we'll be discussing all the things we didn't discuss in part one, and then maybe even get back to part one, because every doctor has varying takes on things and various experiences. And that's why doing more than one show on, on a topic becomes very important over time. So we can get these different perspectives and clinical experiences from each doctor. And you can add that to your uh, your regimens and um, your knowledge base to help people get well. So in any case, let me first thank Promolife. Promolife makes the finest ozone machines here in the United States that can be made. They're extremely uh, um, uh, supportive to everybody um, in terms of um, how to use their different products. And uh, they have videos online. Um, they, and they have a complete range of devices and and products that work with home ozone machines for all of you that want to do some home care, some self-care. And we did a show just last week on all the different home care methods and all the different valuable things you can use. Now, if you go to promolife.com, you can look at all these different products and things. But then if you call them at 888-742-3404, that's 888-742-3404, and tell them that you heard about their stuff here on the Dr. Robbins Show, they're going to do something special for you. They're going to give you either some percentage off what you order or a special product that's costly that you need to have. Um, They're going to do something wonderful for you. So it'll be worthwhile calling in, speaking to any of the people that work there, Cameron, Tobias, Witt, any of the people that work there have just some of the nicest people I've ever had um, uh, the pleasure of talking to and doing business with. They're all extremely knowledgeable and helpful. They'll see that you don't waste your time, your effort, and more importantly as well, your money buying something you don't need and make sure that you get everything that you 
do need. So remember to call 888-742-3404 and you go to Promolife, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E.com to look at all their products and see what they have available for you. And then I also like to thank my other sponsor, Doctors Biome Colon Health. Doctors Biome is without a doubt the most important probiotic product that you can get on the market today. All probiotics, capsule powders and tablets, unfortunately, are virtually destroyed over 90% in the stomach. And in spite of manufacturing claims that it will survive the stomach in capsules that they've made, what we have learned is that these capsules may only partially or not open at all when they reach the small intestine, in which case you'll find it if you look carefully through the waste that comes out of you. Uh, though I don't recommend people do that, but it's been noticed in there that the capsules are present, laying on the surface sometimes, or even partially opened. In addition, if they can, anything does survive the stomach, it may not have the time to come out of suspended animation in the capsule powder and tablet form that it was in and grow into healthy adults, even if they are the right kind of bacteria that can populate the wall of the colon, what we call smart bacteria actually is such a thing. Doctors Biome has 15 patented strains of biome of bacteria, probiotics, that survive the stomach over 90%. And most importantly, they're living in a 100% organic mint kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, lemon juice. It's It's a delicious product, so even children love it. And that's very important when you want to take something, it should taste good. Um, and... Uh, you take a two-ounce shot every day, and because these strains were created to survive the stomach and get into the gut, and because they're all what we call smart bacteria, they can populate the wall of the gut, they can help with all sorts of digestive diseases and disorders, from C. diff to colitis, ulcerative colitis, duodenitis, ileitis, irritable bowel, leaky gut, If you suffer from constipation or diarrhea, you want to be using this product. That's the key because this product can really help change your life, literally change your life. In addition, it can help boost your immune system, help you lose weight, help if you have issues with mood problems such as depression or anxiety, autism, uh, all sorts of things that the gut biome are linked to. By help making a healthy gut again, many of these problems will either diminish and maybe even disappear. Okay, so go to doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E.com. Punch in the code RADIO20 when you're ready to pay in the discount code or whatever section they have there, and you'll get 20% off your entire first order. All right? So now having said that, let's get to our show. And uh, today we are uh, honored and privileged to have Dr. Julia Ward. She is an MD uh, practicing in Texas. Um, She has been involved. She's a pretty amazing lady. When you take a look at her, first of all, you would never believe that she has five children. (laughs) She's not only extremely brilliant, but 
She happens to combine br- beauty and brilliance together. She's very attractive. Um, she, you know, she keeps herself in amazing condition. She's a competitive um, bodybuilder, I believe. Um, and she's been dealing with in her functional medicine practice for, oh, God knows, dozens of years now uh, with hormone imbalances and chronic fatigue. Um, and um, she is amazingly knowledgeable in this area. Um, so without further ado, because we, I get to just to tell you more about her is not important because there's so much more to tell. You'll get a feel for what I've learned, um, in terms of, um, uh, respecting her brilliance. So welcome Dr. Ward. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into things as quickly as we can, because one of the things I've learned is we never have enough time. So let's start with, um, we'll get, well, let's get into, you know, the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with, um, um, you know, the, um, you know, uh, progesterone and all that stuff at the end, if we have some time. But let's go to things like, first of all, for example, the thyroid. Many people right. suffer from thyroid. Let's talk about that first and what we can do about it. Yeah, it, it seems to be almost epidemic the way so many women are having a condition called hypothyroidism. And a lot of times it's an autoimmune um, issue. Sometimes it's not. It's just the thyroid just gradually stops producing enough thyroid hormone. And the thyroid hormone is really, that sort of is the master conductor of all the hormonal symphony that we have. And so if, you're, if your thyroid's not working right, you're not going to feel right. So it really helps with metabolism. Um, so when your thyroid is low, typically you will have symptoms like fatigue and weight gain, brittle hair, brittle nails, heat and cold intolerance, dry skin. Um, a lot of times the outer third of your eyebrows will kind of fall off. Um, and sometimes we can even see it in, in women who've had hypothyroidism untreated for a long time and like the corners of their mouth will start to droop down. So, uh, yeah, we definitely want to make sure that your thyroid is not just in the normal range, but it's in the optimal range. Okay, so, so blood testing yeah. would do, would, would be, is blood testing yes. adequate to determine that? Yes, blood testing is great, uh, but you want to make sure that they're testing. In, in the past, doctors would traditionally, like insurance-based doctors, test two things for the thyroid. They test TSH and total T4. Now, TSH stands for thyroid-stimulating hormone. When your thyroid hormone is low, your brain is going to send a signal to the thyroid via this hormone called thyroid-stimulating hormone. So when your TSH is high, that means that your thyroid hormone is actually low. So it's sort of an indirect measurement. Um, and they used to do that, I think, because it was just easier. Maybe they, they didn't have the ability to test free T3 and free T4. Now, we actually have four forms of thyroid, T1, 2, 3, and 4. T4 is the most abundant, but it has to be converted to T3 to be active. So you can have all the T4 you, you, you want, but if you don't convert well to T3, then you're going to feel like you have hypothyroidism. Um, and so that's why it's important to also test the free T3, that's free meaning unbound by proteins in the blood, and free T4, and make sure that you have optimal levels of those. 
Okay. Um, certain things can affect TSH as well. Like if you supplement with iodine, um, that's going to falsely elevate your TSH. Okay, well, people can be getting iodine in many ways. If you eat a lot of seafood um, or if you're using salt that has iodine uh, put in it, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to definitely um, have an effect. How, how common is that as a problem? You know, if they're supplementing with iodine in, like, milligrams, so like a 12.5 milligram iodine tablet, you can definitely see an elevation in TSH. If it's just through seafood or iodized salt, you're not going to see any difference because in seafood and iodized salt, we're talking micrograms, not milligrams of iodine. Okay, so uh, yeah. we, I did have a patient that was one, once taking a, you know, a, a supplement that way that was prescribed by an alternative doctor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if they have to take thyroid um, you know, supplements, mm-hmm. what do you usually give? How is it administered? How often should they be watched for this and you know, retested? What should they look for if they're taking too much? Let's go into all those details. Sure. We always test everybody who starts with us as a new patient with a thyroid panel just to make sure that they're optimal. And if they're less than optimal, we can, you know, try to see if just some natural supplements, uh, some thyroid support supplements like the iodine or selenium, zinc, if that will kind of perk up their thyroid function. Um, but if not, if they are so low that they need a, a supplement, I usually go for one of the thyroid medications that is what we call a glandular. It comes from the gland of a pig. And so the, the advantage of the glandular is that it has T1, 2, 3, and 4, but it has a, a certain ratio of T3 and T4, so you don't have to depend on your body to convert that T4 to T3. It's already there for you. And so for a lot of people, um, that's important because things like stress, increased cortisol, will block that conversion of T4 to T3. So it's another reason why people with a high stress can feel fatigued is because they're just not getting enough thyroid hormone. Now, I have patients that are, and I'm sure listeners, that are 100% vegan. For mm-hmm. one reason or another, whether they uh, yep. maybe they don't want to kill animals or anything else, mm-hmm. what do we do for the vegans that won't take anything from uh, any animal product? Yeah, then I would uh, recommend doing a compounded T3 and T4 from the compounding pharmacy. And they, the, the advantage of the compounding pharmacy is we can put that T3 and T4 at any amount we need, you know, so it's very customized to the patient. Ah, so that's very important. Um, yeah. What about omothyroid and these other, th- you know, the synthroid that people take? What's the uh, positive and more importantly, the negative effects of using those kinds of uh, um, treatment? Well, armor, I like armor thyroid. It's a glandular, um, so it has all four forms of thyroid in it. Um, it used to be a lot more or less expensive, um, but like a lot of generic drugs, uh, you know, the companies have kind of... R- raised prices. Um, this uh, Synthroid or Levothyroxine, that is a synthetic T4. And uh, for, I think when that first came out, a bunch of doctors, especially traditionally trained doctors in the insurance model, 
switched everybody from a glandular to the synthetic T4. Um, I'm not sure why exactly, because then again, you're depending on your body to convert that T4 to T3. And if you have a micronutrient deficiency or if you have a high stress load, that's just not going to happen as much as it should. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of you know it, it's it's very important uh, that people realize that the thyroid gland really controls so much in your body, and mm-hmm. um, it, it's very important to have this checked out and monitored very carefully and then treated in a careful way. Um, that's yes. something I've seen in practice. But when I have patients that sometimes have thyroid deficiency, and I've seen hyper on occasion more than I ever thought mm-hmm. I would, and certainly yeah. hypo. One of the things that, we, that we've seen, because we've got normal thyroid function back again, and they have to watch for that, that's what mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a question in a minute, is because they may have small fibroids, little cysts like on the thyroid that may even be missed with an MRI if they were even given an MRI. And mm-hmm. um, ozone, ten, you know, intravenous ozone therapy tends to destroy that those little fibroids very rapidly and you get normal function again. So if a person has been on supplement, what should Mm -hmm. they look for to know that maybe they need less of it or if they need to get off of it completely? So if they're starting to have things like heart palpitations, like a racing heart, um, or if they're noticing some hair loss, um, those are both signs of too much thyroid medication. Okay, we're going to go to our commercial break right now, and we'll come back. I'll take any last thoughts you have on this because we've got more glands to go. Okay. (laughs) Everybody stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You 
You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. We're here with Dr. Julia Ward from Texas, and we're talking about um, all the different hormones that you really should understand and know about your body, because this is what will be affecting your immune system and the quality of your life uh, until your dying day. Uh, So let's finish up with the thyroid, Dr. Ward. What else do we want to know about it, particularly iodine, for example? I wanted to say one thing about iodine is that we store iodine in our thyroid gland and women, we store it in our breast tissue and also in the uterus. And so when we don't have enough iodine, we can form nodules. So when it's, when those nodules are on the thyroid, we call that goiter. Um, when they're in the breast, we call that fibrocystic breast changes. And then of course you can have uterine fibroids. All of those conditions can be fixed by supplementing with iodine. And iodine, like 12.5 milligrams up to 50 milligrams per day. Okay. Um, Let's talk about the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands are also very key. When you have adrenal insufficiency, when your adrenal Mm -hmm. glands have been weakened through stress or whatever, it can cause a multitude of issues. Yes. Yes. So when we're first stressed, it causes our adrenals to put out a lot more cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And so we'll we'll feel like sort of, you know, jittery and we're hyped up. But then if that goes on for months or even years, the adrenals kind of stop listening to the signals from the brain to make cortisol. And, And I think it's almost a protective kind of mechanism because cortisol is very damaging, especially to the hippocampus part of the brain. That's where the memories are stored. So if you are in a super high-stress job or if you've been dealing with a lot of stress over years, you're just at higher risk for um, memory issues later on in life. Um, So, yeah, we definitely want to keep an eye on that. Now, testing the cortisol is not a simple blood test. It's Cortisol, when we make it, it's in and out of the bloodstream fairly quickly. And so the blood test is is inaccurate. So you really need to do either saliva test or a dried urine test. I personally like the dried urine test better because it's far easier to do. And you get more information. You get the breakdown products, you know, um, cortisol, cortisol. Um, So there's there's a couple different, you know, more information that you get from that test. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you have weakened adrenals, is there anything people can take? Because I'm going to offer something you may not even have heard of yourself um, as a way to help it. But is there anything people should be taking or doing that can help uh, stimulate the adrenals and get them back to health again? Yeah. So first of all, the whole term adrenal fatigue is a huge misnomer because the adrenals are not a muscle. They don't really fatigue. But it is easier than saying the hypothalamic pituitary axis, uh, you know, problem. So it's, uh, it's just easier to say that, but it's not really a muscle that's fatiguing. Um, let's see, what else did I want to say about that? Um, what was your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> what can they do to treat oh, adrenal right, yes. insufficiency? Yeah, is there so something they can take? 
Yeah, there's a number of different herbal supplements. Some are what we call adaptogens. These are herbs that help you adapt to stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, vitamin C is extremely useful for the adrenals as well. Um, and then just depending on whether your, your cortisol is consistently too high or is it too low, that's going to um, help my decision on to which supplement I give you. Because there's a bunch of different formulas, um, you know, made by different companies, and it sort of depends on where you are. Our, our cortisol should spike high in the morning to wake us up. Then it should come down in the afternoon, and it should be low at night. So that's sort of this curve that we want to see, and that's why when you do an adrenal test, um, you like if you're doing the dried urine test, you're peeing on these strips of paper five times throughout the day so that we can see exactly where the cortisol is at each stage of the day. Excellent. I just want to t- uh, tell people a long time ago, I had a medical issue, a mechanical medical issue that was diagnosed in an interesting way by a good friend of mine and one of the people that we had on the show, Peter Roth. And um, uh, he had been studying what's called applied kinesiology from a doctor, a chiropractor, very, I think he may have passed now, uh, Dr. Avery Ferens. And um He saw what I was uh, suffering from, and he said, um, and he tested me by having me put my hand right underneath my, um, at that time, he just had me test one side, my right breast, and and then he tested my muscle strength, and it was weak. So Mm -hmm. in about 45 seconds of rubbing, he had me rub underneath both my left and right breast. Look for a spot, he felt, he said, that feels sore when you you press and rub it. And when I rubbed on these spots, and I'm not sure if it was what they call a neurolymphatic or neurovascular point, and I rubbed it for about 45 seconds. The results were dramatic in, in, um, in the change. And he said, this is when you have weakened adrenals. These are the points that you're supposed to rub on to strengthen it. Now, I don't know if that was just in that situation or in every situation, but it's something you can listen to and look for if you're listening to this show. Just take, you know, your second through your, four, your fifth finger, place them underneath your breast, Try to f- rub up and down, you know, toward, you know f- towards the ground and towards, f- to your head, up and down till you find a point that seems uncomfortable. Press in and rub it for about 40, 45 seconds vigorously up and down. And if that seems to, uh, that may seem to boost your, your adrenals and um, open up the energy flow to the adrenals, particularly if you've been under a lot of stress. Something to try out and see if it'll work. Certainly, it's easy, simple, and you can do it without any effort. That's very cool, and it certainly won't hurt. No, well, that's, you know, we take doctors, as I say, in the office in Manhattan, uh, we always take doctor do no harm very seriously. And uh, mm-hmm. people always want, the patients come in and they want you to do this and do that. And I said, I can't take the risk on hurting you because you count on me to protect you. And mm-hmm. just because you want to take that risk, it's not, I'm, I can't do it because not only are, is my license at stake, uh, but the fact that I have other people counting on me to stay in business is at stake. So we take Dr. Do No Harm for your sake and for everybody else's very, very seriously. Uh, let's talk about something that no one talks about. I mean, I've been doing alternative radio now since 1977. 
and it's mm. barely ever mentioned, and yet it has very, very important effects on our body, and that is the, um, uh, you know, and then we're going to get into the pancreas, because I, I don't want to run out of time for that, that's very important, is the pineal gland. Where is it, mm-hmm. what does it do, and how does it, how does it affect people's lives? Well, the pineal gland is in it's in your brain, but it's it's like way up in there. It's housed in a little uh, bony sort of cave in your skull, and it's basically sending internal hormonal signals throughout the body, um, such as like to produce more um, test, you know, more sperm or um, signals for ovulation, things like that. Now, if it's not working right, how do we stimulate it to get it to start working correctly? That, that's a great question. I um, know it is. It's a very difficult <laughs> one, and I'm throwing it at you because it's don't, often honestly, ignored. Don't, yes, absolutely, because we generally don't, I don't generally deal with the pineal gland itself, more of the, the downstream effects of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, no, I do understand. It, it, in essence, we're, it, you're, we're always treating the symptoms of it not working correctly by trying to stimulate other places to work correctly in spite of it not doing its job. And I was just wondering if you knew of anything that would help it because it's, I, I've learned of its importance and yet nobody has any answers for it. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to disappoint you as well. <laughs> well, that's okay. You can look into it. Maybe you can come up with something. Uh, because right, it's, I definitely it's, will. It's, 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 very, it's a very important gland because of the work that it does, and it's totally overlooked and hardly ever discussed because nobody seems to have that I've heard of any answers for it. And yet, yeah. when, it's not, when it's working insufficiently, it's a problem. And yes. um, it's something, it's something, you know, in a functional medicine, I think we need to, I think it's important to look into it more because our hormones and hormone deficiency is very, very, mm-hmm. very serious. And you yes. people sh- can't take this in a light way uh, because it could affect the quality of your life. You know, the key is to mm-hmm. grow old and be well. And if you mm-hmm. can't grow old and be well, it's not so much fun growing old. And with that but in I mind... Do- yeah, go yeah. on. Uh, I do know that there are certain things that will help activate your pineal gland, uh, but these are things that we tell people anyways in our in our wellness programs, like doing things like um, meditation, um, doing detox, taking good quality supplements. So, yeah, and I've heard kind of, sleep deprivation yeah. can affect it adversely. Um, mm. uh, the quality of your sleep may have an effect on it. Um, there's mm-hmm. all these little tidbits that. <laughs> have been suggested, and yet there, nobody ever suggests taking a supplement of any kind um, from mm-hmm. anything that would help. And I wonder how, how much of an effect, you know, because even just diagnosing that it's not working correctly is not, a, is not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go to the pancreas, because this is a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
that's there's definitely a little bit we know more about the pancreas than the pineal gland so let's talk about the pancreas because this is a major major um, issue for for so many people um you know diabetics pre-diabetics everything hypoglycemia and everything else so let's talk about the pancreas if you would absolutely so this is where our insulin is produced And if you're a type 1 diabetic, you have an autoimmune disorder that attacks the cells that are producing the insulin. So you have to add insulin to your body through IV or injections. Um, If you're a type 2 diabetic, you have too much sugar and eventually your cells become resistant to the insulin that's there. It's like you have too much insulin and your body starts ignoring it. So kind of the same issue, but two different problems. Well, um, what would mm-hmm. cause a person, is it, a, is it only genetic that a person becomes a type 1 diabetic, or is there something that we're doing? Is it vaccinations? Is it uh, lack of proper diet as a child? What causes people, do, you, do we know what causes people to become type 1 diabetics to start with? Yeah, it, it and it can happen. It doesn't always have to be that you're born with it, although there is, you know, that genetic predisposition for some people. But I, I know of a couple of patients who developed type 1 diabetes later in life, like in their 20s or 30s. And this, I think, really comes from, like all autoimmune disorders, it comes from a leaky gut. That's That's what it starts with. And when you have a leaky gut, then all sorts of things are able to get into the bloodstream that shouldn't be there. The immune system goes on high alert. It starts attacking those foreign particles. But over months or years, the immune system gets confused and it starts attacking our own cells. And so whether that's the thyroid creating hypothyroidism or if it attacks the pancreas, and that's going to create type 1 diabetes. Yep. Well, th- that's, that's something I, I didn't want to go back to that, unfortunately, but maybe we should, you know, mention um, there are many studies right now that are coming out showing how the gut microbiome can affect virtually every organ and every system in our body. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, literally dozens and dozens of studies are being published every year showing uh, the interaction there. And that's why having a healthy gut microbiome uh, becomes so important. Um, now, if a person, uh, so many of my patients come in and, and they, they, when I do their history, they go, well, I'm, 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 I'm told I've been pre-diabetic. What does that mean? That means that their sugar is consistently too high, which means that they're probably eating a lot of either refined carbohydrates or sugar, and it doesn't have to be like the white table, you know, sugar. It can be like a lot of breads, a lot of pasta, or alcohol. Alcohol turns to sugar immediately once we swallow it. So um, their their diet needs to be um, tuned up, as I say. Now, if they change their diet, is that a way to get rid of the pre-diabetic situation? Is that consistently successful? Yes, if they can consi- if they can change their diet, absolutely. Now, there's some natural supplements we can recommend to kind of help um, promote that further. But essentially, they really need to clean up the diet. 
What, what is, um, how do you know, uh, my wife had this problem and she was put on uh, an intermittent fasting uh, program mm-hmm. and it seemed to have a beneficial effect for her. I went on it and didn't notice anything, but I didn't mm-hmm. have anything to notice. Um, yeah. Does intermittent fasting really work? How, if it does, what is it? Let, you know, can we talk about that for a minute or two yeah, if you feel so- it's important? Yeah, there's different forms of intermittent fasting as far as like how many hours during the day do you want to eat? Like some people will eat from eight in the morning until say four in the afternoon or some people do it 12 noon to 6 p.m. You know, you just kind of, there's different ways that you can structure that. Now you want to be careful. Sometimes I have patients that come in and they, they say I only eat once a day and yet they're morbidly obese. And I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're, it's no longer really intermittent fasting. Now it's more like your body's in starvation mode and it's, it's hanging on to every calorie that you put into it. So you have to be careful not to be on that extreme side. Okay. We have more to talk about with this. What we're going to do is go to our commercial break. Let's come back and finish with the pancreas if we can, because <laughs> there's a lot more to talk about uh, and uh, all the diabetics and pre-diabetics out there need to know this information. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Interested in ozone therapy, but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to functional medicine with dr robbins if you have a question or a comment about the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to ozone doctor at yahoo.com now back to functional medicine with dr robbins hello everybody we're here with dr julia ward and we're talking now 
about the pancreas and diabetes, and there's so much uh, to talk about. I probably could do a whole show just on this, and we might mm-hmm. <laughs> one day <laughs> in the future. So um, what kind of diets should people be on to, if they're pre-diabetic? What shouldn't they eat what, or what should they eat or both um, to help deal with this and prevent themselves from becoming a diabetic? Yes, uh, I really get excited when we have pre-diabetic, pre-diabetic patients come because I know that we can reverse them as long as they follow the plan. So at our clinic, we just emphasize eating whole, clean, unprocessed foods. Now, and then we ask people to take certain foods out in stages. And sugar is pretty much the first one that gets eliminated. And you have to kind of identify all the different places that, that you can find sugar in food. Um, a lot of people think just because it doesn't have that white table sugar in it means it has no sugar, but that's not true. So, um, yeah, we do, we do a lot of that um, whole, clean, unprocessed foods. Um, we do eventually have people uh, take out things like gluten uh, just because it tends to be very inflammatory to the gut, and it just tends to uh, create more leaky gut, which is part of the problem. Sure. Uh, we do, yeah, intermittent fasting as well. That's, that's very helpful for some uh, pre-diabetics. Could we go back to sugar for a second, if you don't mind? I want to mm-hmm. ask you a couple of things. There are many different sugars that are considered healthier or natural sugars. They have coconut yes. sugar now. Uh, there's, uh, sh- there's, there's maple syrup. Um, mm-hmm. There's um, uh, sugar made from um, uh, the agave um, yeah. There's so many different forms of sugar. Are they all the same? Did the body react to all of them the same? And then there are the I alcohol sugars uh, that mm-hmm. they they often use. Are they the same? Are they safer? Is you know should they or should? Because I can't use certain alcohol sugars at all, like sorbitol yeah. and things like that. Erythritol. Right, right. So the the only two that we really kind of approve in our clinic is stevia and monk fruit, because those are both. From a natural source, they're not, you know, chemically engineered like, um, say, sucralose or, um, you know, some of these other not-so-great ones. Um, now, the other sugars that are coming from, like, the coconut or the agave, they, just, they still are going to have the effect of actual sugar. Okay. What about xylitol? Yeah. Xylitol, um, as far as I know, that is not absorbed, um, but it can cause like gas and bloating in some people. Yeah, because I'm very good with xylitol, not only stevia, but that's all that I will ever use in in cooking and yeah. and drinks. And uh, I have I have a, it it works very well for me as an individual, whereas the yeah. other alcohol sugars do not. Um, and the sorbitol and stuff like that, whenever I, I, I very carefully read when it says sugar-free, what they mean right. by sugar-free. And it doesn't mean there isn't a sweetener in it, and the sweeteners could be risky or dangerous. Um, yeah. Yeah, xylitol uh, still has some calories. It's much less than regular sugar, um, so maybe 40% less calories. But um, like I said, for some people, it does cause gas and bloating. So you just have to kind of see if that's going to work for you. Okay, very good. Um, now, if people have to be you know, managed on insulin, and this is something that I've seen 
unfortunately, when a patient comes in, they have a diabetic gangrenous wound or or gangre- or diabetic mm-hmm. ulcers, diabetic uh, uh, peripheral neuropathy. The first thing mm-hmm. I say is, if you won't get your sugar in ideal or perfect control, there's nothing that we're going to do that's going to help this. And mm-hmm. uh, the and one of the things I found is that they don't test themselves frequently enough. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about some of the different testing methods and what you prefer to use and why and, and how often should they be testing and watching what they do. Yeah, so ideally you would want to test like first thing in the morning and then maybe before lunch and before dinner um, because you want to keep your blood sugar you know, around like less than 120 or less, ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some newer methods now of testing. Uh, you can have these devices that kind of stick on your arm and then it's like a continuous blood glucose monitor. Um, so those are kind of nice because you don't have to be sticking your finger every so yep. often. That's wonderful. I know my wife used it and it attaches to an app in your cell phone and you can monitor your sugar levels pretty closely to accurate from what I gather. Mm -hmm. It's not 100% accurate, but it's pretty close to accurate. Mm -hmm. These freestyle Libres and some of these other companies that came out with these discs, they have to be applied correctly and everything, but they they Mm -hmm. can be pretty cool. Um, Mm -hmm. um, Now, if a person is using these things, see, I find that if they're ill, I want them to be checking five or six times a day when they wake up in the morning, um, after breakfast, yeah. mid-morning, after lunch, mm-hmm. mid-afternoon. They may test fine before they eat, but what if they're not, when they eat food, if they mm-hmm. shoot up high, is this normal? How long should it stay high if it is okay? And then how fast should it really get back down to a normal level? Uh, yeah, those are great questions. Uh, yeah, you definitely want to check what we call a postprandial or after eating blood sugar and make sure that it does come down because our, our blood sugar is going to spike up when we eat food, but it shouldn't be crazy high, you know. Um, and if it is, you might need a little bit more insulin uh, or whatever medication that you're taking to kind of help level that out because we the the, the most damage to the organs, like the end organs, like our eyes, our vessels, kidneys, is going to be done from these big swings in blood sugar, the real high and then the low and then the high and the low. Um, there are various pharmaceuticals that they've come out with. Uh, one that they seem to advertise uh, regularly on, on shows that I'm watching uh, that you mm-hmm. only need to take once a week yes. and yet if you listen to the adverse effects, you wonder why anybody would ever take this. I'd rather, I'd rather have diabetes than take these pills and the risks yeah. that they give you. But are any of these things safe? Um, you know, should, could, should they or could they be used? Do you find ways of getting around it? Is it just diet and nutrition that does the job? Well, sometimes those, the, those once-a-week injections can help for people who are, are having a hard time controlling the blood sugar. Um, those injections have also been shown to um, help with some weight loss, which is a big factor. If you're, if you're diabetic, especially type 2 diabetic, losing weight is going to help regulate your blood sugar. So there are some advantages to that. Um, but yes, um, all the drug advertisements, they have to list all the side effects that ever happened to anyone 
on their drug trial. <laughs> and so even if it's not related, you know, maybe they had a cold that day and they're going to say it could cause a sore throat. So um, you, you have to kind of take that into consideration. Uh, one of my um, close friends has to use an insulin pump, actually, to, to keep him his insulin levels uh, correct. In fact, once it failed, and he didn't mm. know that it failed, and it, his sugar was spiking very high and went out mm. for a run, unfortunately, oh. he forgot to put shoes and socks on. And oh. <laughs> when he came in to me, I had one hell of a problem healing all these various little uh, wounds that he developed. Uh, yeah. ulcers that he developed from a three-mile run without shoes and socks. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, do you ever have to use insulin pumps? Are these things that are really valuable? Is this common these days, or is that something that you need you know, uh, that can easily be avoided? I, I don't have any experience with insulin pumps. I'm not an endocrinologist, so I don't see, you know, I mean, I have a lot of diabetics in my practice, but they're not um, the hardcore you know, what we call brittle diabetics that are hard mm-hmm. to control. These are people that mostly, you know, diet and exercise and some natural supplements are going to really benefit. Um, so I, I really don't, can't speak to anything about insulin pumps. Now, do you find that, that you're, you're going to be able to help virtually all or most of your patients if they don't exercise and they're uh, diabetics or pre-diabetics, or is exercise an important part of their protocol? Well, exercise is going to make them feel better, but I tell people that they don't have to exercise in order to lose weight. That's not a, that's not a prerequisite. So having a bad knee or a bad back is not an excuse for, I can't lose weight because I can't be physical. You can absolutely lose weight just with diet alone. Now, but the exercise will make you feel better. (laughs) And the exercise actually will increase, you know, your hormones and such, like your testosterone levels. So there's a lot of benefits to exercise. Excellent. Well, we have other glands to talk about. Unfortunately, (laughs) we don't have the time to talk about it today. Um, uh, Could you give us, you know, I'm sure there are going to be a lot of questions that people may have or should have, and it doesn't matter whether you listen to the show today or uh, in the archives, um, which is very easy to get to here on on, on Voice America. And you uh, you can tell your friends who may be diabetic or pre-diabetic to listen to this show. Um, or for that matter, for the other organ, you know, thyroid, whatever, uh, they can listen to this show anytime they wish. So you may be getting calls months from now, even a year or so from now, uh, as long as our shows are in the archives. So can you give us your, you know, ways of reaching you, phone numbers? Please say each of the ways of reaching you twice and slowly so that people can write it down. Sure. So I am in Sugarland, Texas. And our phone number here at Balanced Body Functional Medicine is 281-710-3380. So again, that's 281-710-3380. And our website is balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. So it's balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. So med is not spelled out as medicine, just M-E-D. No, M-E-D, yeah. Okay. 
Well, Dr. Yeah. Ward, thank you very much for being on. I'm going to have to have you on again so we can talk about um, the other glands that we left out and the uh, okay. importance of them. In addition, I'd like to get your take on bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. Um, we had uh, another doctor on who was brilliant about it, and we got her take on how she deals with this. And I'd like to hear your take on it as well. And um, there's always variations that people can use and, and, and pick up on that becomes very valuable and important. So we're yeah. going to be scheduling this, possibly even if, it's a, if we both can make it, uh, maybe even next week, and we can get, mm-hmm. all this, get all this done, and I'll have my part three. Uh, okay. to our discussion. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. What? Wonderful. And now, okay. everybody, I want to thank you all for listening today. Um, uh, you know, here at um, uh, Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins, uh, as I say, we try to give you um, a perspective on many different health problems. Um, when I do an encore, I do an encore purposely because the I get phone calls constantly and emails constantly, literally from around the world. We're heard in over um, 12 different countries right now by large numbers of people. I get the reports back each week on who tuned in. And um, it's very, um, you know, it's, it's important when you hear the same questions again and again. Uh, I have herpes, I, you know, I have HSV 1 and 2, I have Lyme disease, what should I do about all these things? And by the way, Lyme disease can affect all your glands, in case you didn't know that. And you may think that you have a hypothyroid problem when it's Lyme disease affecting your thyroid, causing it to be hypothyroid or hyperthyroid. Um, it's, a, it's a true pandemic. So there are many different diseases and conditions that, you know, that, that affect all these things. And that's why we do repeat these shows time and again, uh, so that people don't have to go deep down into the archives to try to find one. They can, uh, you know, pick, pick it out from, you know, more recent, um, you know, you know uh, and more easily on the website. If you have any questions or concerns, um, any doctors you'd like to recommend, please don't hesitate to email me at ozonedoctor, O-Z-O-N-E-D-O-C-T-O-R at yahoo.com, ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. For people who would like to speak with me personally, please call my office at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. And, um, you leave your name and number, or they'll tell you how to reach me on my cell phone. I want to thank everybody for listening. Stay healthy, stay well, and we'll be back here next week with another edition of Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.